2: Well, I'd like to uh, kick things off and, and certainly welcome the Vice President uh, here today. Uh, we're here to talk about tax reform. It's been since 1986, the last time our country underwent fundamental tax reform, and there's the w- single reason we're doing it is to get our economy growing. It's growing, and it has the last eight or nine months at record paces. We need to keep that growth, and it's fundamental tax reform, reducing our tax rates, uh, that's going to have this happen. We're going to have this roundtable to hear from other uh, folks who are going to be impacted. The Vice President's leading this charge in Congress. We welcome here to Western New York, and with that, I'll turn it over to the Vice President. Thank you, Chris. Thank you very much. Well, thank you,
3: Congressman Collins. Thank you so much uh, for bringing together a, a group of uh, great people citizens are great job creators uh, here in Erie County. And uh, mm-hmm. I want to uh, express my appreciation to you for your strong support of President Trump's agenda. Uh, and uh, we're here to talk about tax cuts. All right. Yeah. All right. You like tax cuts. <laughs> that all right. Um, I'm, uh, I'm especially honored and grateful that uh, the team here at Performance Advantage Company is open uh, open the doors of this uh, great American success story. I want to thank uh, Dick Young in particular uh, and Jim Everett and the whole team uh, for hosting us. This, uh, the Young family has been in business, uh, uh, I'm told, for uh, 80 years, but he told me he started this company when he was a little bit more than 60 years old. 61, yeah. And uh, it's been an incredible success story. So join me in thanking uh, Dick Young and Jim Everett and everybody here. <laughs> I'd also like to take a moment uh, because I know this is this is a business that has uh, uh, valued customers both in um, our military, but most especially the foundation of this business is the support that you provide for our first responders. Mm-hmm, that's right. uh, and I see many that are in the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me just say, on behalf of our President, on behalf of the American people, to all the first responders who are here with us today, you are the best of us. We are grateful for your service and your courage every day. Mm-hmm. And let me also say, just uh, momentarily, our hearts—our uh, hearts—are particularly today with the uh, the family of uh, of Buffalo police diver Craig Laner, um, who uh, is missing in the Niagara River. Um, we. Uh, uh, we mourn with those who mourn and grieve with those who grieve. And I just want to assure uh, all the members of uh, this community in this region that, uh, that this courageous officer, a nine-year veteran of the Buffalo Police Department, <coughs> and, and his family will remain uh, in our prayers. Uh, the debt that we owe to men and women who put on the uniform every morning and walk out of their homes, leave their families behind, to protect ours, we can never fully repay. But I want to assure all of you that uh, this brave officer and his family are in our prayers today. And I bring greetings today to uh, uh, the leaders of this great business, So all the great first responders, all the citizens are here from a, a great, great friend of Erie County, the 45th President of the United States of America, President Donald Trump. The President asked me to be here today with Congressman Collins to talk about his plan to cut taxes across the board for working families, small businesses, and family farms. And uh, I'm anxious to do some listening today. Uh, the President's had me traveling around the country. We've been in states from here all the way to the, the West Coast, hearing from uh, American families, American businesses about the importance of tax relief. And uh, as I begin, let me just say you there, there are a couple of basic elements of the tax cut that the President is proposing and that we're going to be working with your Congressman to get advanced in the Congress of the United States. First and foremost, uh, we're going to cut taxes across the board for working families. We're going, to, we're going to lower tax rates from seven brackets down to three. We're going to increase uh, the standard exemption uh, by doubling it to some $24,000 so that for the average working family, your first $24,000 in income will be tax-free and will increase the per-child tax credit. So, as the President says, this is a middle-class miracle. Mm -hmm. This this tax cut is first and foremost designed to help American families uh, struggling and too often to make ends meet to have more dollars in their pockets. Mm -hmm. The President pointed out our tax cut plan will give the average American family an extra $4,000 a year at least after we sign it into law. Mm. Secondly, the President and I believe that the tax code's too complicated. Maybe some of you agree. (laughs) The truth is that the American people spend millions of hours and billions of dollars filling out our taxes every year. And I'm anxious to hear if people around this table have that feeling as well. Under the President's plan, 90 percent of the American people will be able to file their taxes on one piece of paper without professional help. (laughs) <laughs> That's a good start. Yeah. So tax simplification, lowering taxes across the board are all elements of the plan. But lastly, sitting here at this great American success story, performance advantage company, uh, this businessman turned president believes that it's also high time that America lowered taxes on American businesses so the companies here in New York can compete with companies around the world and create jobs right here in Lancaster and <laughs> in Erie an The President's plan is to lower uh, corporate taxes from 35%, which is one of the highest in the industrialized world, down to 20%, which will be below the international average in Western countries. And we're also, Dick and Jim, we're going to lower taxes on on small businesses that file their taxes as individuals, as maybe some around this table do as well. Lowering it from the highest rate too often, small business owners, that file their taxes as individuals pay the highest rate of 39.6%. We're going to lower that tax rate to 25% for pass-through companies. That'll be the lowest tax rate on small businesses since
1: 1931.
3: So that's a rough outline of where we're headed: tax cuts for individuals and families, tax cuts for small businesses, uh, and tax simplification for every American. But that's. Uh, that's the rough outline. I thought I'd give a thumbnail. I'm going to turn it over to Jim for his comments. And then I'm just anxious to hear your thoughts. And my my main question here, Jim, is to each one of you. Um, tell us your thoughts about President Trump's tax cut plan. Tell us what you think is most important. Because at the end of the day, it really is about helping American families and creating jobs. And uh, I'm, I'm here to hear from each and every one of you as the debate Begins in Congress in the coming weeks about what's most important about this plan and how we can uh, how we can advance the kind of policies that'll get this county, get this state, get America growing again. So, thank you, Jim, and thank, thank you, you for the warm welcome today.
0: Thank you, Mr. Vice President and Representative Collins. Thanks so much for coming here to Pack and for listening to this panel of small business owners and community leaders. We are all excited to tell you our stories and why we think our country needs tax reform now. Um, Our first, uh, I think the first person we're going to hear from is Mr. Young here. I mean he's been doing it longer than any of us in the room so far. So, didn't we you to tell about some business.
4: Well, there's just there's just no question about it. If you don't have money to spend, you can't buy the tools, the equipment, and put the staff, the people. You have to have that, and it's been a very, very tough road because the only way I could build this company, frankly, was to hold back on my pay to hire new people, to buy new machinery, and. It, when New York gets through, they, he eats a lot. So in any event, if we had an opportunity to grow, where we, we want to expand. We've got business in 36 countries around the world depend on us. That's neat. That's neat. And the US Navy. So in any event, any help we can get. I'm sure these other folks have got a lot of their own problems. But in our particular situation, uh, thank God we're in a profitable business. Because if we were on edge, we would be real trouble. We couldn't grow, we couldn't move. So,
3: <laughs> well, let, let me ask you a quick question. Sure, sure, One of the things the president's proposing is immediate expensing
5: mm-hmm.
3: uh, oh, yeah. of capital investments as opposed mm-hmm. to being five years. Mm-hmm. Is, that, is that a job creating move? Tell me why that I, I why think that I think that's a marvelous
4: move because we have a, a 3D printer upstairs that will make a prototype of, of the products that we draw if you can expense that and move on up ultimately that's going to improve isn't it in just a few years they'll have a better model and you have to be on top of it or you're not going to make it
3: right
4: great
0: another community leader now who's carrying the family business into their fifth generation is Valerie Duell the president of Montgomery Building Supply Valerie hi
6: hi um, Valerie nice Thanks to meet for you coming. um my family business uh, we're lumber and building supply uh, we started in 1898, so my family has seen quite a few things change through the years. Um, what I see, um, if people have extra money in their pocket, they will they'll spend it. And I'm from Wyoming County, so I'm heavy agriculture county. Um, so when the milk is up, the farmers have money, extra money to spend. Um, when gas is down, the typical homeowner has extra money, and they'll save each week. If they not necessarily will they buy a big ticket item at one time, they'll save. If if they've got an extra twenty dollars in their pocket each week, they'll save up and maybe buy a window in a month. So my people are savers. So any any. Thing that they can make the extra money or save the extra money it, it in turn comes to me um, so that's where I see uh, extra extra money helping my business and I if I have extra money then I can hire more people um, like mr. young said the the owners of the business typically get paid last mm-hmm so we have to invest in our own companies right, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: so the, the biggest part of this for you is is people having more money in their pockets and able to make investments
6: yes,
3: yes. Uh, in, uh, in 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 uh, building supplies right that so what but the business taxes you file as an individual I think
6: um, I'm a C corp you are a C corp so you'd mm-hmm. see tax
3: you'd see a significant tax reduction there mm-hmm. um, but you would put that second to people having more dollars to spend in terms of the I positive would see a, impact. Yes, on the business.
6: I would see more of a benefit yeah. uh, with my customers having yeah. extra money. That's a great comment. Thank you so much. Appreciate you being here.
0: Really do. Thanks, Valerie. <coughs> David and Colleen Basil are also in a family business. David is the sales manager for a family car dealership here in the Buffalo area, which many of us recognize the name
5: uh thank you for that
0: um i I think the most important
5: thing for us in the automotive industry is simplicity the tax plan has got to be simple so that the people working um with us have the ability to control their income every week and every month it is so so important that they can do that so they're not fighting through all this bureaucratic red tape at the end of the year to try to get some of their money back Mm -hmm. so i think simplicity is very very important we have enough Complications to deal with on a daily basis. Uh, taxes are really not something we think should be complicated. So I, I really like the simplicity of it, um, and, I, and I would say that would be a major strength of it of the plan.
3: Um, and that has to do. I want to be clear on that. It was a great comment, uh, but with regard to um, the predictability, or are you also concerned about compliance? I mean, it's it's astounding to think of the literally billions of dollars that are spent by Americans every year trying to figure out what they owe the government yeah, right right so uh, which, which is it from your standpoint just people um, knowing knowing what they owe be confident about that or even the dollars
5: saved or both I, th- I think it's a little bit of both uh, from the business side of things you know we have an army of accountants that show up at the end of the year to try to figure out what the taxes are right. and I think from the personnel side it's knowing what you owe and and being confident in what your paychecks going to look like on Friday afternoon so,
3: thanks. Great. Pretty easy.
5: How's business? Good. Very good. They're good? We've grown uh, about double in the last 10 years. So oh, that's great. My grandfather started the company in 1967, and with one store, we've got 11 stores and 800 employees. Oh, that's great. So wow. Congratulations
3: awesome. on all your success. Yeah. Thank you. And yours. Valerie. Thank thanks. you. Yeah. These are great, great business owners. Thanks, Dave. Thank you.
0: Thank you both for being here today, too. Uh, another family business that needs tax reform is Zipline Golf. The owner, Greg Arnold, and his wife Kristen, are here to share their story and how they benefit from a tax cut.
7: My well, uh, my father started Zipline Golf, we're an online supplier of logo golf balls, which is the sort of a random but effective job. It's a somebody has to do it, and my dad thought it was unacceptable that he couldn't get two dozen golf balls to pay off a, a bet with his brother, and went out and found a, found a guy who was going out of business with Dixon Golf Galaxy, uh, getting into the golf marketplace. And just as the time the internet was getting going, my dad thought, hey, he just retired from Dunlop, why don't I make this my new you know, labor of love? And he started the business, and we've been going since 1998. Uh, providing purely internet-based uh, sales out of Buffalo, but we're a pass-through tax. Uh, he runs it off of his own uh, taxes, but we haven't been doing well enough since the recession that we'd have to worry about the tax uh, implications. You know, not making we're making enough. Like uh, Dick had said, if you know, if I want to bring someone on, I'm going to take a cut, and hopefully I can use my free time that has been uh, the new, uh a employee would give me to then expand my business and move into another marketplace because golf balls are so su- they sound surprisingly easy but take a little work and take, there's a reason that the major manufacturers don't want to do the small business that we do. We, uh, we live in the one to twelve dozen area for personal use for gifts and for, for weddings and things Or so the gift that you can't uh, Find someone you know, they've got everything, but you know, a golf ball with your face on it or something like that is a surprisingly good gift. You know? <laughs> Maybe good or bad. Send me a dozen of We've done a few. <laughs> but uh, we're more we're sort of interested in the opportunity that we're sort of catching up with the internet and uh, the amount of money that it now takes to be. Uh, visible on the internet which 10 years ago was nothing it was a drop in the bucket and now it's a huge portion of our sales you know that come out to go into staying relevant in the marketplace so the opportunity of growing and being able to save some money and expand the business and bring more people in and share what we're doing as a family owned veteran run company you know we have a nice family feel there where it's an easy going you know we're happy going to work every day and the fact that we can't share it with anyone else other than our customers uh, is something we'd like to be able to remedy, and we're hoping that to do well enough to take advantage of these tax cuts. Uh, you do business around the country? Yes, yes. We ship uh, a lot of Florida and California, but we'll be uh, all over, everywhere, anywhere that needs a, a logo golf ball.
8: Yeah,
3: that's great. Wonderful. And um, a veteran-owned company, too.
7: Yes, thank you. Third, third generation. Is that right? Uh, my father was, yes.
3: That's great. Well, appreciate you. Kristen, any thoughts about what the tax cut means from your perspective?
9: Um, Well, I'm actually a a relationship manager at KeyBank. I work in the business banking group. Um, So I work hand-in-hand with uh, small business owners, um, helping them to secure financing for um, growth and expansion of their businesses. And I think uh, tax reform is something that is constantly on their minds and what we talk about, you know. Especially coming to the end of the year, people are trying to make decisions on if they should make that last investment in their company. Um, can, they, can they buy that equipment? Will they have the tax advantage to write it off? And um, I think that tax breaks are, would give them an opportunity to hire more employees, um, expand into um, different lines of businesses that they've been um, holding off on because they're not sure if they're going to have funds.
3: They have been holding on? Yes. That's your perception among the businesses locally?
9: It's something that they seem to struggle with, you know, every year if they yeah. should be reinvesting and what that will do. And having the extra funds would make that decision a lot easier.
3: Great. Well, thanks for your insights, mm-hmm. both of mm-hmm. you. And congratulations on your success. <laughs> That's great. Help is on the way. We're hoping for more. <laughs> Help is on the way. <laughs>
0: Greg and Kristen, thanks again for being a part of this discussion today. Um, another couple that know the struggles of starting and growing a business is Richard and Rachel Budd. Uh, they started Goodrich Coffee and Tea because of their love of people, uh, coffee and business, and in that order.
8: Yeah. Yeah, so we, we, uh, we started the business in 08 in the summer of uh, J- July of 08, and um, it was a really great timing to start a business, you know, because the yeah, <laughs> stock market was great. Wow. Uh, no, oh, uh, so it was a really tough time to start a business, and, um, you know, we uh, we did everything we, we could do to to try and stay afloat. You know, um, I didn't take a paycheck for seven months. You no know. feeling. Yeah, no, yeah, and, you know, you're working 80, 80 hours a week, and you have to make every dollar count. So... Um, so we, w- with diligence, hard work, and um, we were able to, to do that, I got my first paycheck, we started in July, got my first paycheck February 13th, mm-hmm. it was for uh, $200, and I felt like the richest guy in the world, uh, and and then the next day I asked Rachel to marry me, so I really felt pretty rich, so I know she lo- really loves me because I didn't have any money. So um, Did she say yes? She did, yes. <laughs> Well, you had the $200. Yeah, I had the $200. So, uh, you know, and you fast forward, you know, nearly 10 years later, um, you know, we're we still have our, a lot of struggles, um, and you know, it's finances are always an issue. Um, you know, I pay more in, to the state and the federal government, you know, more than what I take out of the business. So, you know, I always think of it like it's the federal government waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning, doing this, doing that, you know, putting their hand to it. Um, so that's where I'm coming from. So it would just, that's thats my two cents. Okay.
3: Or 200 cents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rachel, your thoughts on this. What do you, uh, you've been on this journey with him every step of the way.
10: I have been. Um, on a
9: personal level, if we were bringing home more money that the business makes instead of paying it to the government, we would invest it in our children's education. Mm-hmm. We have three small children who we homeschool. So we, pay for that out of our pockets and um, we would love to have Richard home to help with educating the children a little more. He works long days and um, would love to take them on like some educational trips, trips, museums, national parks, that kind of stuff. Washington um, Mm DC.
8: So we'd reinvest into our family, into the next generation, you know, on a personal side and then you know as far as in, in our business we can hire more people, equipment, um, and, and grow. You know, we could save up for the second location and, and put money into our wholesale business that's growing.
3: Great. You have a wholesale business? Now yes, as we well. do, yeah. That's great. That's good rich coffee? That's good rich coffee, yep. Okay. Good rich coffee. Good rich. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, congratulations on your success. Thank but you, the, sir. the statement that you offered you pay more in state and federal taxes than you take out of the business, than yeah. mm. you earn out of the business. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and as as you look at as you look at the president's tax cut proposal, what what appeals to you the most? That's a well, pa- that, that's a pass-through company. Mm-hmm. You said you didn't pay yourself. Yeah, like a lot. I started a business of my own in the basement of my house, mm-hmm. so I, I went through those first seven months. Uh-huh. Um, we already had three kids running around, <laughs> uh, so I really wow. I really admire both of you. But um, it, it, the president wants to make sure that we lower taxes on. Companies that file as individuals, I assume that's, you're in that category, is that yes or We're no? We're an escort,
8: actually. Yep. That's, yeah, that would be yeah, yeah. it, yep. right.
3: So that would lower the, the tax rate down from whatever rate you mm-hmm. end up paying at, could be the highest rate, um, down to 25%. Right.
8: Big difference for you? It's a huge difference. I mean, it's just, you know, I feel like small business often gets forgotten, you know, and so it's nice to be heard.
3: Yeah, great. Uh-huh. Well, thank you, yeah. and uh, congratulations. Great, great run. Reason. First ten years is the hardest oh, yeah. on your company. <laughs> That's what she's been saying on your company <laughs> <laughs> for the business.
8: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Thank you both for being here.
0: Thank yes, thanks. Thanks so much for sharing your uh, your story and your thoughts. Um, Kelly Colt Burton is she. She also knows the struggles of starting a business. She started her business, KCB Architecture, in her home and has grown it now to where she's employing five people.
10: Thanks, Jeff. Welcome to uh, Western New York. Um, Jeff mentioned I, he have my own architecture firm, um, which I started out of my home and have um, grown enough to move into an office, um, and so just as many of the people have said here, I go through the same struggles with um, taxes and as being the business owner, the last one paid. Um, if I want to, and what I've done is, as I have grown my business, I've either taken no pay or reduced pay to turn that money back around and put it back into the business. So any type of tax relief would be uh, welcome in growing um, the business. And But my question is, Um, Part of my business is uh, we're one of the area's leading architectural firms that does high-end custom residential homes that are net zero. Mm -hmm. And net zero being energy efficient. Mm -hmm. And something that um, entices the owners to spend that extra money on the solar, the geothermal systems, are incentives that come through the government. So, My question is, is there any plan for incentives so these tax savings don't just stay in the bank or somebody's pocket, that it gets reintroduced into the economy, because basically that's what keeps all of our businesses going, is a healthy economy. So if we're saving money and the economy dips, it's not that much of a help. So is there something that's going to be in place to make sure that the money keeps flowing? Chris, you want to take a swing at that?
2: Or? Well, I—I I mean, to me, the easy one is, people spend pretty much every incremental dollar they have, and and they're going to spend it either on uh, golf balls with Vice President Pence's <laughs> face on it, no. or or they're or they're going to buy doors and windows, or they're going to be uh, doing things in the architectural world. It's it's all about growth, but it's about that incremental dollar that's now in someone's pocket. It's not going to Washington, D.C. It's all about growth, and, and what what I'm hearing is every small business is looking for more people to come in with more discretionary income, whether, and I go to your place, it's only a mile down the street. You know, I meet people there, and we have our breakfast sandwich and our coffee. The incremental dollars, the discretionary dollars, are going to churn through our economy. That's how we're going from the 1.8 to 3, 3.1, 3.5% growth. Everyone at this table benefits from growth, and it's the, the money churning. And so I think the answer to your question is, everything we do to save money for small businesses, individuals, is going to churn back into your your business. It's pretty much that simple.
3: I, I do think, Kelly, the President's, the president's outline here that actually, we we worked with the leadership in the Congress uh, to come to a broad-based agreement on the outline uh, is a starting point for the debate and the discussion right. within the Congress. Um, and there's there's tax simplification and lowering rates on businesses and individuals. But um, those incentives that are in the tax code today, tax credits that are in today, um, will. Um, Will remain in effect unless we've addressed them in the plan that we've outlined. So, if there are those energy credits and things that you currently work with some of your customers on, um, the, the president does want to eliminate some of the big loopholes that have benefited the wealthy over the years, even when we lower marginal rates at every level. But we want to we want a we want a flatter, fairer tax rate system. But other than that, uh, some of those historic energy incentives. I expect to remain in place unless Congress decides otherwise. But we'll carry that back into the debate, okay? So five employees, and how long have you been in business?
10: Um, we just hit six years. That's great. So yeah. Congratulations. Thank
3: you. That's really outstanding. Really outstanding. Thanks for being here, Kelly.
10: Thank you, and thank you for your time. Pet.
0: Thank you, Kelly. And finally, uh, the Marketis. Uh, Their family is one that has known some hardship with the sickness of their child, Jack. Still, Chuck and Colleen uh, persevered, and Chuck started the engineering firm, Engineered Thermal Solutions.
1: Chuck? Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so, uh, Engineered Thermal Solutions is a, uh, we're a sales representative company, and uh, we generally sell uh, large industrial cooling equipment to um, the industrial market, such as oil and gas, power, mining, um, uh, you know, petrochemical pulp paper. So we're very heavily dependent on, you know, generally the industrial markets to do well. Now, we're we're a new company. We're only, this is our, we're almost two years. We're, we've been in business, uh, we'll be two years in January. Um, so I left a very large company um, that was previously a small privately held company, but was bought out. And I decided to go off on my own because I think that, the risk versus reward there was just, you know, the environment changed and I wanted to kind of you know take the the risk on my own. But there's a lot of expenses that you don't realize <laughs> when when you first you know go go into this world of, of business ownership. And you know, one of the things I had to do right away was hire an accountant because we did our, our taxes, you know, on our own, turbo tax or something like that, you know, essentially on our own. Um, but first thing I had to do was hire a tax professional because you know how do we set up the company do we set up an llc do we set up an s corporation and like what and it was all based on how is how are we going to be taxed what's going to be our least you know Mm -hmm. efficient or most efficient tax burden you know of um so and even right now you know we're set up as an llc but as as we do better here it's just two of us right now but as we do better you know we want to hire people we need to bring more salespeople in but we think that we're probably gonna have to change the structure of the business based on you know, what the income ends up being. We're not to that point yet, but still it's, I think that if the tax code could help us with that part of, of the business, you know, understanding that you know, maybe it, it, it's simplifying to the point where we understand what our tax rate's going to be, you know, and we don't have to necessarily hire a professional to tell us, well, we should have you know, this type of company and this and so on and so forth. Um, you know it would allow us to focus on hiring people which is what we need to do right now I mean we need more people to get out boots on the ground go call on these plants you know find the maintenance people and sell some equipment
4: Uh, Colleen
11: I was just just from the um, spousal standpoint when he started the business the biggest expense to us from the beginning was he lost his care at his job, and we were paying that out of pocket, so when you're starting your own business, you're hit with a ton of expenses, and obviously health care was very important to us because my son happened to be diagnosed with a rare disease um, right around the same time Jack's, or Chuck started his business. Actually, Jack's here today with my daughter Madison. They're behaving themselves, so <laughs> um, that's good. Where's um, Jack? is son, Jackson.
3: We'll meet him in a minute.
11: Yeah. Okay. Um, so, they uh, Vice President. Jack. Jack's doing very well now. So he looks like a very, he looks great. very healthy little boy. He's doing Beautiful great. Boy. Um, but that was one of the reasons why I went back to work as a teacher. Um, it just, we couldn't take that much of a risk <laughs> starting our business. So um, with Chuck starting his business, but um, a tax... Child tax credit would be fantastic. So, thank you for that, and um, just more money in the Mm business's pocket. They can do what they want to do: open up an office, hire more employees. That's what you've been talking about for the past six months. Mm -hmm.
1: That's (laughs) exactly where we're at right now. How many employees do you have at this point? Two. Myself and a business partner right now. Great. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we've been doing it for two years. We're actually, um, we've, we're staying even. You know, we don't, we don't. Oh too much money at this point. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, but,
9: uh, but you'll be traveling less, so you can spend more time. But I here. travel
1: a lot, you know. So to chase the uh, the energy markets, you know, you're you're on a plane a lot. You're, um, you know, We go down the Gulf Coast, uh, Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana a lot, because um, the the industries, those industries around here on both around Buffalo don't really exist as as heavily as they do down there.
11: Mm-hmm. And also the time he spent on accounting. He should be spending that time growing his business. He should be learning more about what he's doing. He should be pushing growth, not figuring out loopholes in the tax code and how to handle all of this that's so new to him right now.
3: You know that. I mean, it's it's you couldn't have said it better. I mean, you, you put the numbers on what the American people spend in terms of time and money filling out their taxes. That that's there's an opportunity cost to that, mm-hmm. that when when you're not working on your business, when you're not out creating, that's costing. So, uh, Colleen, that's just especially well said, I thought. Yeah. And and with regard to, to tax relief and tax simplification, um, you know, number one, and I want everybody who's here to be clear, the president's talking about doubling the family exemption, so literally, You run a calculator, the first $24,000 a year that you earn is completely tax-free. So that's an enormous benefit to families in terms of just planning. That's why the president points out, says the average family have $4,000 more a year in your pockets, largely owing to that and increasing the per-child tax credit but by lowering the rate on pass-through corporations. Because right now you're figuring what's my income, so what's my bracket, one of the seven brackets. Now we can give you the one option of planning on, well, we'll pay the 25% rate. I was just in California about this time last week and I met with a a small business tech firm and about 50 employees. Um, And uh, they literally had told me that they asked their employees if they could look at their tax returns, their hmm. tax filings, and they looked at the business tax filings, and they took President Trump's plan and laid it on top of it, and they found out the average tax savings for their 50 employees was 40%, and the average savings for their company was 25%, because they were a pass-through company. So that, that's the kind of savings and the kind of predictability that you're talking about. and. Um, and you plow that right, you want to grow. Mm -hmm. And one of the misnomers about tax cuts is that people think, well, Chuck and Colleen just, you know, if you get a tax break, then you keep it for yourself. What I hear small business people saying is, how do I grow? How do I open up the second coffee shop? How do we expand Mm -hmm. and hire hire more people?
1: That's where I want to get to, is to be able to have an office to have people there, and I can have a secretary answer the phone Mm -hmm. You know that would—that would be great right
11: now. I, I
3: pretend to be a secretary. <laughs> it's pretty funny. I know those—I know those days are coming, Chuck. Oh, I, I can see it. I can see it. So congratulations. Thank you. You're in a good you in good place at a good start, but helps on the way. Okay.
0: Appreciate it. Thank you all very much for sharing yeah. your stories you. about your business. Vice President and Representative Collins, thank you very much for listening. We know that if there's anyone that can get this done for America, it's you and our President. Thank you. (laughs)
4: Light words.
2: Well, i too want to uh, <clears throat> thank everyone for coming and jim thank you for moderating this uh, dick young uh, always thank you uh, for hosting us here today and all of our panelists it's about growth growth is what's going to grow our way out of the problems with our deficit with our debt it's going to get businesses uh, growing with everyone here said the same thing we want more business we're going to hire more employees so that's the simple message and uh, mr vice president thank you for coming to western new york the streets were lined. We had 200 people at the airport to greet the vice president. Uh, this is a big day and a big deal for Western New York. and uh, you made a lot of people uh, you know rethink you know where we are in government and you've got a lot of supporters here, certainly in the 27th congressional district. that's ground zero for Trumps support. so thank you for coming. Thank you for all you do for America.
3: Thank you, Chris. Thank you very much, Congressman. Thank you. It's been a great day, and I just I want to thank all of the business owners and job creators, including our hosts, who uh, uh, helped engage this conversation. I found it very illuminating. I look forward to carrying it back to the White House, filling the President in a little bit later today, and using a lot of your arguments to sell Congress on tax cuts. I'm going to use it. This is a great concept. Uh, I want to thank Performance Advantage Company, Dick and Jim. Thank you again uh, for your hospitality and for your great example of American success. Um, I-, I told Dick Young he's a lot like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> Didn't start his business till he was 61. <laughs> and now look at him. Give these guys another round of applause. Would you <laughs> please? And uh, Dick, I appreciated I appreciated your comments about the president's plan. You know, at the very beginning, we outlined this is a plan about lowering tax rates, lowering all the marginal rates uh, from seven brackets down to three. The first twenty-four thousand dollars in income will pay zero taxes going forward uh, for working families. There'll be in a, there'll be an increase in the per-child tax credit. This is, as President Trump says, it's a middle-class miracle, and that's right where this is focused. It's the president wants to bring the kind of tax relief that that, as as Valerie said, is going to just put more money in people's pockets. People come into the building supply company because they've got they've got dollars to put in a new window, put in a new door. And this is first and foremost, it's about bringing the kind of tax relief that puts more money in your pockets, more money for those homeschool kids that you're raising, and uh, and more money to uh, to be able to invest in in your business. But secondly, it's about tax simplification. I appreciate uh, what Chuck and Colleen said about about uh, a tax code that you take a, a tremendous amount of time off the road, tremendous amount of time out of growing your business, uh, whether that be selling cars or selling coffee, uh, trying to figure out what you owe the government. Well, that's going to change. So we're going to have real tax simplification here. And nine out of 10 Americans are going to be able to file their taxes on a single sheet of paper. And lastly, it's a, it is about lowering taxes on businesses. I was very struck. I hadn't mentioned it before, but but Dick Young mentioned it. The idea that companies can can write off the cost of new equipment in in the first year instead of over a five year period of time or a longer period of time. Uh, this this is a great benefit to businesses. Uh, and it also allows businesses to continue to modernize, continue to move into the newer equipment that's gonna let you be competitive. It's interesting to me that our host today here at Performance Advantage Company pointed out that they do business in did you say 68 countries 36, 36 countries I transposed. 36 countries around the world. I mean the truth is that that and it's probably true selling golf balls. You're doing business all over the world people and people here across Erie County are are competing with companies around the world. And so making sure that we have a, t- a tax code that takes that into account and encourages investment uh, is very very significant. And I I I uh, I just have to tell you, having started a business in the basement of my home, I'm just incredibly inspired by the entrepreneurs gathered around here. And I I just want to tell you that uh, we're going to work our hearts out in the days ahead. I said it before to a couple of you, but I'll make a promise to you. Help is on the way. Okay? We're going to roll our sleeves up. We're going to work with this congressman, Mm -hmm. with all the members of the House and Senate And we are going to pass the largest tax cut in American history, and we're gonna pass it this year. So thank you for the warm welcome. It's an honor to be with you today. Special thanks again to the first responders who are with us today. My uncle was a police officer in Chicago. My cousin's married to a firefighter in the Chicago Fire Department. We know what it is uh, when you have a job where your job is to run in when others are running out. And so we thank you and uh, we admire you greatly. And uh, so to each and every one of you, I just say from the bottom of my heart, on behalf of President Donald Trump, uh, thank you for your time today. Uh, Thank you for your support of the president's agenda. I'm just absolutely confident with great leadership in the Congress a great president in the White House, And with God's help, we will make America prosperous again. We will make America safe again. And to borrow a phrase, we will make America great again. Thanks, everybody.
9: God bless you.